We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can. It's Friday. (sighs) You made it, and now you get to watch, I don't know, 50 hours of sports this weekend if you want. I mean, everything. You got bowl games. You've got NFL on both Saturday and Sunday. You got the World Cup final Sunday morning. There's just a lot going on this week. Um, why, and- can't, why can't they spread this out? I have way too much going on this weekend. And I, don't, <laughs> I don't like it. Do you realize, no, all your plans are about to be 100% canceled. <laughs> oh, because I'm sick? <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe not. I'm glad to see you took your coat off for the show. So my daughter had the same thing. It lasted a day. And she was back in school. Oh, okay. So that's good. 24-hour bug. All right. You're going to be fine. Um, we have a lot to get to. So last night, it was yet another installment of the Brock Purdy show. And forgive me, I can't get all the way there on Purdy. He's been great. Like, there's no, I'm not trying to rain on his parade at all. I just, you can't tell me that he doesn't have a rookie moment coming in a big spot. It might not be next week. It might not be the week after. Well, it might be next week. They play the Washington as a pretty ferocious yeah. defense. But I can't imagine it's going to go this seamlessly and smoothly. At some point, this guy is going to face adversity bigger than losing Debo Samuel. So when you say you can't go all in, you mean you still have doubts. You have, you have Joe Montana one, Brock Purdy two, Steve <laughs> Young three. Like you're yeah. not ready to, to leapfrog Montana. I, you know, I just have to wait a little. Can he play his fourth game before he leapfrogs Montana? For me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, your, your take on Brock Purdy is completely logical. But there seems to be this wave of emotion that we do. We remember we did this for Cooper Rush in Week Four. Everyone was all about Cooper Rush. That yeah, no, they should sign him long term. We do it for Mike White every year. Apparently, <laughs> Geno Smith. Everybody yeah. loves the backups, including me. I know, and you're the Pied Piper of the backups. And last night he did have some pretty nice plays, some pretty nice play designs too from Kyle Shanahan. Here was Shanahan talking about Brock Purdy last night. He's definitely the most um, poised rookie I've ever had. Um, you know, it's, he's been like that since he's gotten here. Um, I, from what I hear about him in college, I think he was very similar, you know, just starting as a, as a freshman. And, I mean, he's been great. The legend of Brock Purdy yeah. just continues Why to Why didn't he win more? He was a bit of a disappointment because I remember he was in the Heisman top five every preseason. I'm not sure what happened at Iowa State. I'd like to hear a Brock Purdy expert. I don't know if there are a lot of them out there. <laughs> I mean, his parents? I mean, I don't, do you think they'll give you the real deal? Yeah, it's just weird. Why Why is a guy who can do that, why does he fall to Mr. Irrelevant? Well, because I think what you're seeing now is obviously he was taking the job really seriously in, in San Francisco. He's clearly paying attention. He's obviously smart. 
and he's got ability, but what do they really ask him to do? The great double play fake last night, like that was awesome. The oh, fake that's to Ray Ray McLeod, the fake, fake, the fake to Christian McCaffrey, he finds George Kittle in the seam. But they're not asking him to make these really tough throws. Again, this is not, that's not a knock on Purdy. That's a positive. Like they're being really smart about this. For the most part, Christian McCaffrey's really doing a lot of the heavy lifting here and George Kittle. Well, yeah. And he, Ray Ray McLeod, quite frankly. Absolutely. Last and night. you got to remember, Debo's not there too, which yeah. makes it all the more impressive. But they are such such a unique team. The way they're positioned with the defense is there's no one like them in the NFL right now. It reminds me of 2000 Ravens or the Von Miller Broncos. I'm telling you, we're overdue a defensive Super Bowl team. Do you notice something not just about, obviously, these defenses being so awesome and the 49ers defense is just ferocious, but the other part of this, which is just the run game is back. Like, we're so yeah. cyclical with this in the NFL, and I feel... And we'll talk about, you know, the Bills a little bit more coming up. But th- that's a team that's built to throw. And there have always been teams like that in the NFL. But, like, it's not just the time of year. I feel like not just the weather. The run game is back. This is like Kyle Shanahan, I feel like, is ushering this in and has been. Yeah, but think about some of the Super Bowls. It was last year's Matthew Stafford against Joe Burrow. The year before that, it was Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. I can't, you know, there were good running performances, but it, it's been a while since we have had a non-star quarterback. So we'll see. Like Derek Henry. No, but it's not about yeah. the stars. It's just yeah. about the run game. Like yeah, yeah. the scheme more. But like. can that win you? A sh- At some point, don't you have to pass? Now I'm going against Brock Purdy. Look what you did to me. <laughs> At some point, you have to pass. And the other thing is if you can't see? pass, the defense will start to load up against a run and take away your run game. Well, I mean, yeah. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. All right, let's turn our attention now to what's going on in Buffalo. Mike Giardi is NFL Network reporter, does a fantastic job. He's in Buffalo right now. Mike, it's Maggie and Perloff here in New York. Big fans, been watching you from afar. Can you give us some boots on the ground? Like, what's the weather like right now? Well, believe it or not, right now there's really nothing happening. There was a, about a couple hours ago the flakes started to fall, and I was like, oh, here we go. But now I, as I look out the window, it is no precipitation, but it's all supposed to happen, and it's supposed to happen fast and furious. So, um, yeah, it's going to be – it sounds like it's going to be quite the spectacle. Mike, I saw you this morning on Good Morning Football, and you were out in the elements with a sport jacket. At least that's what oh, it looked like. Tough guy. Are you trying to be tough here? What, what's it feel like outside? Uh, so it wasn't that bad this morning. I, I, it's going to be terrible tomorrow. I'm going to have every jacket on possible, okay. probably three or four layers. I will be the Stay puff marshmallow man or like <laughs> the, the kid from the Christmas story, you know, like I can't move my arms. That's going to be me. <laughs> well, okay. Let's get to the, the nitty gritty of this game, right? Because I've been trying to defend Tua and the Dolphins a bit. I said, Mike, it's not like they have to move to Buffalo. They don't have to live in the weather. They just have to play well for four hours. They just have to battle the elements for that long. What do you think about the last two weeks with Tua and how he could look in this game? You know, I'm I'm kind of disappointed that, I mean, I know people at home are going to be excited to see the weather and what could be a ridiculous amount of snow during the course of the game. But to me, I thought coming into this week before all this storm thing took took hold was that I wanted to see how Tua reacted and how Mike McDaniel reacted. This is a good defense in, in Buffalo with some a lot of veterans on that defensive side of the ball. They get after you pretty good too, even without Von Miller. And I wanted to see what sort of the counter was to these last couple of weeks where it seems as if teams have found a little bit of a formula to slow this offense down, you know, clog the middle of the field, 
play the leverage, so you're forcing guys into the middle of the field, forcing you know two to make throws that. I mean, let's face it, they they want to operate on time. They want to be first or second read, get the ball out, get it out quickly. Um, teams have sort of taken that away from them, and now the weather sort of changes that whole thing, right? Like, how are they going to react to to the conditions, and are they built for it? And I would tell you, the the interesting thing about this year for Miami has been Mike McDaniel is a is considered a genius in the run game, and they haven't been able to get their run game going. And whether that's still, well, I think mostly it is issues up front. Um, you know, when, when Teron Armstead's in the lineup, which he's expected to be tomorrow, uh, things are a little bit better for them, but they really haven't found that flow. And I think they're going to have to find that flow because I, I really do think, I mean, if it's going to be as bad as they say it is, with the winds as bad as they say it is, it, it almost feels like it's going to be one of those games where you only throw, you know, when you absolutely have to or you're trying to catch somebody by surprise. Mike, so Maggie is a Bills fan. All year she's been saying they're built like a dome team. Yep. Can the Bills Last run the ball? <laughs> Can anyone except Josh Allen run the ball for the Bills? Because it doesn't seem like they necessarily have a formula for a snow game. No, I still remember Maggie's um, sadness after they were eliminated, and we don't want to bring it up. But, <laughs> I mean, there was the 13-second thing, Maggie. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know, Mike. Difficult. Thank you. I, know I was you're just getting over recovering. it. <laughs> I apologize. That's all right. Who um, am I kidding? It'll take another 20 years. Right. Or or maybe a Super Bowl, which, look, I, clearly they're very reliant on Josh and what he does in the run game. And as I said this afternoon on NFL Now, I'd be stunned if he's not in double digits and carries tomorrow. It just makes too much sense if the weather's going to be what it is. You just give him the ball, and then you don't worry about handoffs. You know, he takes the snap and the shotgun snap, and then he does the rest. But – I don't think their run game is as bad as people think. I think uh, Singletary Motor is a pretty good back, right? And I think James Cook had come on. You know, last week they, they sort of went away from him, but I think it was just more flow of the game and conditions. Um, but I think there's some things that they can do up front. I, think, I don't think that offensive line will mind if, you know, they say, hey, let's, let's put it on the ground, let's put it on your shoulders. I think sometimes those guys – you know, you get so caught in that position where you're taking a step back as and receiving guys as a pass blocker. Sometimes it's nice to just get after them and, and, and beat them into a pulp. And I think you kind of saw also in the last couple of weeks the defensive line for Miami's had some issues. So they're not awesome in the run, but they I think they'll commit to it tomorrow. And I think, you know, I, like I said, I think Josh is going to be – like if it's a 15-carry game for him, I, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Mike Giardi is our guest, NFL Network reporter. Now, Mike, I know you cover more than just uh, the Bills and the Dolphins. want to ask you about the Patriots because they find themselves in a really interesting game here. Going to Las Vegas, Raiders basically have nothing to play for, but you get a Belichick versus Josh McDaniels. What do you find interesting about that game? Well, I mean, I think that the, the, the whole concept of what Josh was able to do as a coordinator for the Patriots and what he was able to do as a coordinator with Mac Jones at quarterback, and then you contrast it with the Patricia uh, Joe Judge uh, combo platter that they've <laughs> thrown at Mac this year, and and how it's I mean it hasn't looked right all year. I mean they threw twelve screens in thirty seven dropbacks the other night against Arizona, that, which is just it's a it's a crazy number. There's so many things that have been wrong with this offense, and they're they're trying to say the right things, but I mean it's pretty clear that it's been a slog all year long, and I don't know why that would get any better. And I think for Josh, you know, obviously this year hasn't gone the way they thought it was. There was there was that brief uptick, and you're thinking like, oh, this is going to be, you know, they might make a little late run at this, and then, you know, a devastating loss the other night to the Rams. 
But I think this means a lot to Josh. You know, I, I don't think there's any question. And I think we've seen in the past, I mean, Patricia with the Lions beat up on the Patriots 26 to 10, I think it was in his first year. I think this matters to these guys to show that they're, they're, they're old boss, that like, hey, we're more than just you. We can do it on our own. Now, obviously, the, the tree hasn't succeeded very much, but there have been some head-to-heads that have gone in their favor. I think Josh is going to empty the, everything he's got in that playbook for this game. All right, Mike, let's finish the tour of the AFC East. Mike White is benched. Zach Wilson will be, will be back. Do you give Zach Wilson any chance of sort of regaining his status as the full-time Jets quarterback? I don't have much confidence in the way he's played this year, and I certainly don't have much confidence in the way his teammates have viewed him. Um, and I, you know, I kind of wonder what's going through someone like Garrett Wilson's head or Elijah Moore. You know, they got they got they weren't happy with the way it was going. They get White, things open up, the offense starts to perform at a much higher level, and now you're looking at White with the, the rib fractures and. You know, not only does it seem like it's going to be – he's not playing this week, but it seems like that Thursday night turnaround might be difficult as well. So, Zach said all the right things after the benching. You know, like it took a little bit, a couple of days, to sort of get his footing and say the right things. And, you know, I've heard he has put in the work. Um, so, I think it's a huge opportunity for him to seize it, but I just – I haven't seen enough. You know, I, it's pretty stark when the offense goes from – the number two pick in the in the draft to a guy Mike White who was cut by the Cowboys, and it it looks it looks explosive. And where Zach, it was, you know, there's like don't don't lose the game for us, don't lose the game for us. Maybe he's learned something here in the last two weeks. I, I don't know, but it seems like a, a pretty long way to come from where he was just a few weeks ago. Listen, Mike, we know you're veteran at this, but those hand warmers that people use <laughs> when they go skiing. That's really yes. the key to this whole thing. I know you know that. I'm just reminding you. I, I will. Uh, so I brought snow pants. And oh, nice. I brought snow. I, I did that last year in the playoff game when, when Buffalo hosted the Patriots. And I think it never got over five degrees that day. And by kickoff, it was zero and the wind was blowing. And that made a huge difference. So maybe not stylish. Uh, you won't see the blazer. The blazer's out. It's going to be lots of coats, scarves, gloves. And snow pants. Wait, did the, your bosses give you a hard time about not wearing the blazer? No, but I mean, generally, they would prefer to see it. It's kind of funny, though, that, you know, when you get to this time of the year, even bringing it on the plane always feels stupid to me. Like, there's really no <laughs> chance There's really no chance I'm going to wear this. But just in case, just on the off chance, you know, like, somehow we get moved inside, then you, then you bring it with you. But, yeah, generally, I like to just leave it at home. You know, next time, pack. bring this, bring the snow pants. Also, bring the skis. I feel like that would really throw people <laughs> off. You know, do the interview on a pair of skis. That would probably go viral. Um, Mike, well, Maggie, that, I, yeah, Maggie, I think that, that based on what they're talking about, getting out of the stadium tomorrow night at about twelve thirty is going to be brutal. And maybe the skis would be the best way to go. <laughs> cool. Someone will pick you up on a snowmobile. Just wave your hands in the air, and someone will come grab Perfect. you. Uh, Mike, thanks so much, and uh, be safe. Travel safe in all the snow. Thank you. I Thanks, appreciate Mike. you guys having me. Mike Giardi from uh, NFL Network. That's funny. Yeah. No consideration of the Blazer. He's already put it at the bottom of his bag, I could tell. Can you imagine having a boss being like, listen, I know it's 10 degrees, yeah. but we're really going to need to see the Blazer out there. <laughs> You'd have to be the worst boss ever. Yeah, I I would not do well in that situation. I'm, <laughs> I do not like the cold. 
Have you ever, do you remember anything you've ever covered where you were on a sideline where you yes. were just crazy bundled up? I was so cold, I, my brain stopped working. It's happened twice. Once when I was first coming up as a sideline reporter doing high school, and it was a lacrosse game out in Long Island, and it was early spring. But it was so cold that day. I was so not dressed for it. And I, my brain and my mouth like couldn't connect and work at the oh, same time. Oof, that was terrible. And then the other time was AFC Championship game, Jets-Steelers right. in Pittsburgh. I will never be colder in my life. Did that you, was the coldest I've ever been. Did you go to the Dallas Super Bowl? I did. It was cold there, too. It was cold because the entire city was under a four-inch uh, layer of ice. Yes. And so your feet were always cold. <laughs> yes. And no, nothing's insulated. Yeah, they have no yeah. idea what the snow is. Uh, it was the most bizarre <laughs> storm. I We almost lost uh, a member of our show that day. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fritzy, Fr- Fritzy at Dan Patrick show almost expired during <laughs> the cold. So terrible. Yikes. Yeah. My boss came, didn't have a coat. Yeah, nobody did. It was <laughs> Dallas. Man, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up. Can you blame them? It's a little game we're going to play next. Don't move. Lots to do here, including our picks, Maggie and Perloff style, in just a moment. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. We have also not gotten to the big Tom Brady, Joe Burrow showdown. We'll do that as well. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free. And you get back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Got to be honest, I was very surprised to learn today that Bryce Young and Will Anderson are planning on playing their bowl game. I guess I've been so conditioned that when guys are likely top picks of which Bryce Young or Will Anderson could both go number one next year in the draft and no one would be surprised. I guess I'm conditioned to think they would sit out the bowl game, 
yet they are going to play for Alabama when they take on Kansas State. You know, even talking about this makes me nervous. What if one of them gets hurt? I hope they don't. But that's the risk. I has I anyone figured everybody. out why they want to play in this ball game? I don't know. I mean, their their draft stock couldn't be higher. Um, yeah, they're probably going to go one and two. I don't get it. Love of the school, which is kind of cool. That's kind of interesting. So it, uh, maybe it's love of the school. Maybe it's love of the program. All of that would be very, you know, upstanding. You want to finish ooh, your commitment? I got one more theory. Or is it nil? Nil, yeah. of course. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did it take us so long to okay, get there? Okay, but think about it. We had Jalen Hyatt on the show last week, or was that this week? Um, no, it was last week. Okay, phew. Um, I don't know what day he it is. went on to win the Bolitnikov three days later, which is great. Yeah, so he had he came on because he's got this nil deal, and we said, "Are you going to play in the bowl game?" And he said, yeah. "I'll be at the bowl game." And we thought, "Aha, we understand at, parsing at. your words there. Why wouldn't you know Bryce Young and Will Anderson just do the same thing that Jalen Hyatt?" Did? I mean, I think I had a really interesting question to him too. Have other hotel chains besides Hyatt reached out to you? Yeah, but Jalen Hyatt <laughs> can't do Hilton, right? Is that anyway? Um, <laughs> that one, he he was like, "Are you yeah. serious?" <laughs> I mean, NIL to me seems wilder right now than when it started. This whole Louisville Cincinnati game, this it's crazy. Like there's guys going everywhere. The transfer portal is huge because people want to get recruited and paid. And this has to be the reason. Yeah, but again, like if Jalen Hyatt can have this whole thing where he just stands on the sidelines, why wouldn't oh. it be the same for Bryce Young and Will Anderson? And also, mm. did you see that Caleb Williams, who obviously is not eligible for the draft yet, he wants to play in USC's bowl game against Tulane. And it's like, well, I thought, of course, as an underclassman, you would you would play. But now I'm not so sure. Caleb Williams yeah. will likely be the number one pick next year. Is it time that guys start sitting out bowl games even before their last year of eligibility? Or is that the beginning of a guy sitting out a whole season? Like, kind of Nick Bosa did that. He got hurt early and just shut it down. Right. I don't think Cal Williams will. Uh, I kind of like this for the love of the game thing. I mean, they're quarterbacks. It's not that. Oh, knock on wood. It's not yeah, that risky. I was going to say, you just said you're nervous for them. Well, they did play a 14-game schedule. And, you know, you can't can't sort of, what's the word? Where when you treat a baby with something, you can't get put gloves, get gloves on yeah. them. Because so, they've survived a bunch of other games. Why is this one any more dangerous? Well, I would argue that there's a lot at stake right now for them, yeah. personally and financially. And then the other thing I would say is, like, I think love of the school. Have they not proven enough that they love the school? Like, does anyone think that Bryce Young or Will Anderson hasn't done a lot for Alabama? Sure, (laughs) Alabama's done a lot for them, but, like, it goes both ways. 100%. These guys have been really great ambassadors for the university. Like, I don't know. What more? How much does one, does a player owe a school, you know? Well, (laughs) They owe somebody owes Will Anderson and Bryce Young a million dollars for playing <laughs> okay. in the Super Bowl. That, that person owes. Them. Yeah, yes. and I kind of get it. By the way, you have to wait for the NFL deal. I, I might. T- it's probably a pretty penny, Maggie, for them to actually play in that game. I mean, no offense to Jalen Hyatt, but you don't get as much bang for your buck if Will Anderson and Bryce Young aren't playing. I mean. Because Alabama's going to play Kansas State, which, by the way, that's not going to be a walkover game. Yeah. Kansas State's a good good team. Uh, no, it's going to be a really, really hard game. And the, they can only go down. I haven't seen a mock draft that didn't have both those guys in the top three. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, so even if you are getting paid a million dollars of NIL money, say you're pay, getting paid a million for the game. Well, you get taken in the top five of the NFL draft, they deposit 20 million in your bank account the day after or whatever, as soon as you sign your deal. So 1 million or 20 million, but you get a million now and 20 million later. (laughs) 
Well, but if you get hurt, you might not get the 20 million mm, later is what I'm true. saying. You put yourself at God, risk. This whole segment makes me so nervous. I really hope we're not jinxing these two guys because they're such wonderful college football players. Well, we're not jinxing them. Well, yes, you, you take it one step further. You've now you got Jackson Smith and Jigba from Ohio State who is opting out of a college football playoff Finally, game. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, that's, yeah, he has everything to play for, and he's, and he's opting out, where they've said they feel like he's healthy enough to play. The thing about that is the guy's been hurt all year. You know, it'd be one thing if you were healthy all season long, you're playing great, and you're like, you know what, this this Sugar Bowl, like, no thanks. I don't want to play for a college <laughs> football playoff. But for him, I kind of get it. Well, didn't Jalen Waddell just get back in an amazing way for Alabama's Final Four game? Remember, he was re- devastatingly hurt, and he kind of limped through it. And he ended up number six overall. Remember, he had that terrible injury. Yep. So it kind of worked for Jalen Waddle. Went up in the draft for gutting out. I think I have my timing right. I can't remember if it was his sophomore year or his junior year. But he got a major injury and wanted to play in the Final Four and helped It was stock. painful to watch him. It was in the terrible game. to watch. Yeah. yeah. And I, I believe that was the same game. Jamison Williams also tore his ACL. Yes. yes. You're right. Yeah, it was Which last the, year. And he <laughs> no, went, two years ago, two years ago. And he went number 10 or something, Jamison Williams. So 14, I think, to Detroit. Yeah, yeah, he didn't fall that far is my point. So at least he has that. I, I think it would be tragic. I don't think Bryce Young gets hurt. I don't think he's falling that far. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the injury. depends on everything. Like, I was listening to our friend Michael Lombardi, uh, yeah. former general manager, who was talking about Kyler Murray. And I know Kyler is a bit of a different player, obviously, than Bryce Young. Their styles are not the same. But he was saying that, if the Arizona Cardinals were smart, they would not play Kyler Murray at all next season. Like, considering the skill set of the person and then add to it the injury, like, you could be, if you say uh, Bryce Young or something, and something happens to your shoulder or your arm or your elbow or something like that, say you're out a year. I mean, that's going to hurt your draft stock if you would be out a year, just like Kyler Murray him getting a knee, having a knee issue is devastating for him considering how he likes to play. Or Hendon Hooker, whose draft stock has fallen because of his knee injury. But come on, Kyler Murray, he's getting $100 million and guys come back in eight months from ACL. He cannot possibly sit out. I think Arizona, the franchise, would, would their head would explode if Kyler Murray wasn't back for next season, at some point next season. Well, I mean, you can always count on the Cardinals to do the wrong thing. But I, I think that... Eight months, that was like the Adrian Peterson timeline that kind of fooled everybody into thinking everyone can do this. That's not really the well, case. Well, Jamison Williams is active. You know, he got hurt eight months ago. I know, but Jamison Williams is, they can limit it, his amount of snaps. They can monitor it and different than what how Kyler Murray yeah. plays. And Jimmy G gets hurt all the time and comes back at weird times. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy G at this point is put together with duct tape. Let's yeah. go to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. Johnny's in Alabama. He likes the fact that Will Anderson's playing in this bowl game. Hey, Johnny. Johnny, you there? No? Well, I all mean, right. of course an Alabama fan likes that they're playing in the bowl game. I know, but even a even a staunch Alabama fan, I get you want to beat Kansas State for bragging rights. I mean, there's yeah. nothing there. You're yeah. not playing for anything mean. It's an exhibition. It's a million dollars. I got to find out the deal. We got to find out the deal. Why are they doing this? It must be a lot of money. <laughs> They're about to get a lot of money. A lot yeah, of money. I mean, what does even, it matter? Even if you have a $20 million contract coming, a million in your pocket is pretty nice, Maggie. I wouldn't know. 
but I feel like that sounds <laughs> You've heard? pretty good. I'll I'll be the backup quarterback for Alabama if you're going to give me a million dollars. Do you have el- any eligibility left? I thought I a ton of eligibility. You used it all at Dartmouth. I u- played two years of JV basketball. That has nothing to do with Alabama. <laughs> Which is funny because you were a junior and a senior. I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no. I, yeah, I don't think you could be a junior on the JV team. Wanted to play on the varsity team, but they didn't want me, and I really wasn't even that close. But, yeah, I, I would play for a million dollars. I'd play football and get sacked by Nick Bosa just once. Johnny, I do a lot for a million dollars. <laughs> That's our next segment. What would you do for a million dollars? Johnny's back. Johnny, what's up? Hey, guys. So, just so you know, the University of Alabama has in place for their star players uh, a, an insurance policy sure. that basically – if they're slotted, let's say, first pick of the draft or third pick of the draft, there is a NFL dollar amount that's guaranteed for that position. So if they were to fall, let's say, to the third round, fifth pick or something because of an injury, there's an insurance policy in place that will pay that in cash to the person uh, that that benefit. Yeah, so, that makes up for it. You know, Johnny, yeah, it's, a, so they, it's a great point. I wasn't sure if it was just because the person dropped or in order to get the money, does the injury have to be so bad that it basically like ends your ability to make money in the NFL? You know what I'm saying? No, it's a it's a slot position um, uh, insurance contract for these guys. So yeah. they're not really, I mean, risking as much as we're saying. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and they're you know they're going to. I, mean, I think they're going to try to put a legacy game out there for you know for the future and and try to put some you know, a spin on the program that you know that's yep. the program is, is is not been what we or the standard they're used to seeing here in the deep south, and so uh, unfortunately for us, I mean a lot. They were two plays away from being in the playoffs, but they are also two more plays from being two more losses on the season. And and the losing young in the middle of the year certainly didn't help their case any. But. Hey, Johnny, can I ask you a question, though? Alabama, the storied history of Alabama football, even what Bryce Young has accomplished, Heisman lost in the national championship game a year ago, what Will Anderson's legacy there, is beating Kansas State really going to impact that one way or another? Like, is Alabama going to be like, well, they really put the cherry on the top of a, you know, media or a whatever, however you want no, to ca- it, characterize not, season. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for Alabama. No, it's not a, uh, I think it's more of a statement game in a, in a mindset game that they want to position the team moving into 2023 with not necessarily. I mean, I, I you know, there are a lot of guys throughout the, football college football who are you know opting out and not going to do things and i think it's just a it's kind of a statement game that you come to bama you're going to be built a little differently than everybody else and that there's still value in playing these kind of ball games and i think that's what these guys want to leave as as a statement is that look no i get it here yeah i understand it i appreciate the time and and the opportunity to clarify maggie have you ever (laughs) met um the guy who does Thank those you. insurance policies, uh, Richard Salgado, Big Daddy. He's I Michael Stray. Michael Stray is best friend. Yep. He he's the one who sets up a lot of these insurance policies, but oftentimes they don't they they don't need them. Even if you get hurt, like yeah. Jameson Williams, probably fell three spots. So I think a lot of guys now teams at certain positions aren't terrified by injuries. Yeah, I, I think I can understand that. To to Johnny's other point though about like I appreciate the the players wanted to leave the program like on a high note or hey we're built different here you can also argue eh, maybe the coach should do that you know maybe the coach does that too where you have it doesn't have to be about the players i get everything johnny was saying he's making excellent points 
But I'm also thinking like, well, you do have Nick Saban. <laughs> you know, he is kind of the ambassador for the program first and foremost. Right, right. I see what you say. I thought you said meant that Nick Saban should walk off and just declare it's all over. I thought no, you were no, no. Right. I'm saying Nick Saban is the one who sets the tone for right, each season. Right, right, He's right, the right. one who determines and you know, kind of sets the standard for what's going on in Alabama. Yeah, I think that Nick Saban is using this news story. I saw him talking to, I believe it was Marty Smith, saying how much this meant to him. So he's totally, Nick Saban's smart. He's jumping on this and using it as a story for recruiting. I'm telling you, Alabama's going to be back. I keep saying that. They are not going They didn't going go away. anywhere. Well, they're, <laughs> they they're lost five. two games. They didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> If that's going away, I mean, any program in the country would sign up for that. Well, right. They lost two games, one in overtime on a two-point conversion and yeah. one because of a missed field goal and the most bizarre field goal. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm i going to watch Alabama, Kansas State. I'm curious how much Bryce Young plays. Yeah, I'll but watch But I'll be too. nervous the whole time. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, make our Week 15 NFL picks, Maggie and Pearl off style. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Shelby in L.A. Nicholas Cage said he was shocked to find out that he wasn't an alien. Are you shocked too? This is getting a little bit weird. Okay, hold on. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbsportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbsportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. I'm sorry, that was a little combination of uh, Nicolas Cage believed that he is an alien from another planet. Right. According to a new interview, Perloff, he said, um, I was shocked the day I went to the doctor's office as a child and I found out that I had normal organs and a normal skeleton because I was certain I was from another planet. Oh, yeah. No, I fully believe (laughs) that Nick Cage believes that. I don't believe that about me. I don't believe that about myself either. I've never thought that I was from somewhere else. I believe that Nick Cage believes that too. I think he still believes it. I I bet he's conjured some kind of conspiracy in his mind that the doctor was in on it. Yeah, so you know? he, he admitted that he wasn't an alien. That's the biggest surprise of the story because he feels like he would, you know, hold on to that idea. So apparently Nick Cage said that his father once told him he felt like he had to introduce himself to his son because he was an alien. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe his dad is it, laid this No, Nick work? Cage is from Francis Ford Coppola's family, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Is he Francis Ford Coppola's brother? I think he is. No, it can't be his brother. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a first nephew. He's a cousin. I think Nick Cage is a nephew of Francis, Francis Ford, Ford Coppola. Yeah, right? yeah. I think their their dads are brothers. Oh, yeah, their dads are brothers. Right, right, I thought right. you meant Nick Cage and Francis Ford Coppola no, are brothers. No, no, no. I'm like, that's not possible. So it sounds like his yeah, his dad's kind of weird too. I love Nick Cage. <laughs> There's this movie. Have you guys seen this movie where a fan pays a million dollars to have Nick Cage come to his birthday party? It just came out. Yeah, yeah I think I, it's called The Unbearable burden of talent or something it's so bizarre but you would love it because it's full-on crazy nick cage i i did want to see it i never did i think it's streaming now yes a million dollars it ends up being something more right yeah oh is it much more have you seen it pat no i wouldn't pay a million dollars i wouldn't i don't want nick cage anywhere near a party i'm having <laughs> are you want... crazy you don't want to hang out with nick cage just for the stories <sighs> okay i mean that was a little bit exaggerated but i'm not paying a million dollars i probably would pay him like a hundred bucks. And he might show for that, actually. I yeah. mean, we've heard that Nick Cage is on some hard times. I, I don't think Pat was alive for Nick Cage. Crazy peak. Nick Cage, yeah. He had a big run in the 80s. It was really, he was a huge, huge star. Now he's kind of quirky. I would say a bit into the 90s, too. Yeah. 
Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I know Nick Cage mostly from stealing the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, well, that's a great movie, though. <laughs> that uh, is a good movie. National Treasure. But do you know Face Off with him and John Travolta? Because I, that's the ultimate. I don't. That's a 90s movie. Yeah, that is kind of the ultimate 90s movie. The, what's the other one that he was in, uh, the Coen Brothers movie? Oh, Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. But then if you look at his IMDb, he's done... 100 movies the last seven years. He does like <laughs> yeah. four movies a year. Shocking. I tried to watch the one pig on the, oh, on the plane, and I fell asleep in five I, seconds. I like that one. That's good. Um, okay, we've got to make some picks. We'll do that in just one moment. Let's get to David. He's in Wichita, Kansas. We were talking about Alabama stars uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson Jr. are going to play in the bowl game against Kansas State. And David, you're saying this means a lot to the Wildcats. Yes, first, Maggie, I'm a big fan. I, we only get to hear you guys in Wichita for one hour. We got a local show before you. But I'm a big fan of you guys. Congratulations on one year, too. Oh, thank, thank you, David. You, you guys make a great combination. You can make me laugh. I, I enjoy listening to you. Wow, that's really kind. Thank I you. would love to do a show in Wichita. I've never been to Wichita. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Oh, it, it, it's a cool place. It really is. It's pretty low-keyed. And the traffic's not bad either. <laughs> yes, you hey. know Perloff. That's immediately <laughs> yeah. where he was Perloff going. Is in. David, you know us too well. <laughs> but I, I want to tell you, I'm 60 years old. I'm an old K-State fan from way back, even before Bill Snyder, when we were terrible. <laughs> I mean, the worst team in, in, in the country. And I can remember when I lived in Marysville, Kansas, on 77, Nebraska people used to drive through there to go to Manhattan because they couldn't watch Nebraska play, and they'd fill up our stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it was terrible. There was more red there than purple for many years in the 70s, many years. Well, David, I hope and I imagine you are enjoying this immensely. Uh, the Big 12 title game was super fun. Thank you so much for the call. We're going to try to fit a lot of things in here and the kind words. Quickly, Eric is in Baltimore. Eric, you don't think these two guys should play in the bowl game, right? Right, I don't. Uh, I really don't. I think that um, you know these guys have a, have a lot to lose. And uh, to be honest with you, these kids are smarter today. They're not drinking the purple Kool-Aid. Um, <laughs> you know, they realize that you know, that they are the commodity. And, um, you know, I, I think that until there is a level playing field in terms of, you know, paying these kids for their worth while they're in the school, because, I mean, they make the school millions and millions of dollars, you know, while they're there. And, you know, if these kids don't go to the pros, they get nothing. You yeah. know, I, I think that they should look at that more. Uh, and, and these kids that, that do have a future, uh, like Bryce Young uh, and the other kid, uh, I don't think that they should play. I mean, selfishly, as a fan, we want to see them. Of course. But um, but they've got too much to lose. Yeah. Eric, thank you for the call. And you think that NIL has made it a little bit more um, even. We know it's not even. I mean, the amount that Alabama's making and the amount that these individual guys are making is not nearly the same, but at least it's something. Yeah. We had a caller call in who mentioned also insurance policies, things like that. Yeah, I mean, Blake Horton's from Baltimore. I wonder if he's a fan of his. That's a great guy who has made NIL money. If you're the biggest stars, you're going to make NIL money. So at least it's such a better situation than it was. It used to be completely unfair. Yeah. Okay, let's get to Maggie and Perloff picks for week 15. Stu, what are our records? All right. Uh, Maggie last week, one and two. Ooh. So your record is 25 and 17 still. Perloff, two and one last week, 20 and 22 on the there season. There you go. Man, there you're closing you the gap on me big time. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's change it up because I've, you've been going first now. 
uh, oh, the last couple weeks. Now, I need to reverse be. the that's mojo a little bit, be. so I'm going to go first. The way we do this, against the spread, one pick over under, one player prop. I'm going to start against the spread. This is where I've been the worst this season, so don't listen to anything I say. I'm going to take Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles. I, I just can't find a quarterback I want to bet on, so I'm just going to go with Jalen Hurts. If the spread is big. It's nine in Chicago. I mentioned before, it's going to be 27 degrees as the high. No Chase Claypool. Saw that Justin uh, Fields has been dealing with the flu and some other guys in the Bears have been dealing with the flu. I'm just hoping Philly doesn't overlook this game, getting ready for Dallas on Christmas Eve. It's a big number, but give it to me. Philly laying the nine. Okay, we're going to go one by one, or you want to just knock them all out? No, no, go against the spread. Okay, I like the Bengals big time, even though it's in Tampa Bay, three and a half points. I, I just think the Bengals are such a superior team. The way the Bucks have been playing, I mean, the, the, they might pull out a couple miracle wins, but this is the best team they play in a long time. I think it's going to be a statement game. Joe Burrow surpasses Tom Brady for this season. Not all time. Right. But I feel really good about the Bengals. Uh, okay. My next pick is going to be... This one is so hard. I might regret it, but here goes. Steelers, Panthers, 37 is the number. It's really low, and I'm going to take the under. Who's the quarterback for the Steelers? Great question. Don't know. I mean, I, there's a there's a whisper it's gonna in the be air Mitch about Trubisky. there's a Mason Rudolph whisper out there. In the that world. was Deontay Johnson was yeah. like, oh, maybe it should be Mason Rudolph. It's like this is the last thing the team needs. Kenny Pickett's got a concussion. Sam Darnold for the Panthers, obviously, Great both defense. really good defenses. Yeah. That's what I'm banking on here. So give me the under 37. I, I love that because Matt Canada, the Steelers' offensive coordinator, loves the under as well. <laughs> okay, uh, he's I'm, on my side. I feel like I was handed a layup, and maybe that makes me feel almost too bad. But with Mike White going out, again, in the Jets-Lions game, and we know the Lions outside against that Jets defense are not going to be able to score, still the over-under is at 44. I'm Ooh, going under. Good call. I mean, if Zach Wilson pulls something out of you-know-what, I will be the most shocked I've been all season. All right. Uh, I like that one. I should have went with that one. Now I'm jealous. Uh, okay, final one for me, and this is a player prop. This is a really big game. This is like an everything's on the line game between the Giants and the Commanders. Oh, yeah. So give me a Terry McLaurin over 60 and a half receiving yards. It's a big number. Who on the Giants is going to stop them? I think they're going to have a nice mix here of the run and pass, but McLaurin's their guy. 60 and a half. I'm going to take the over. You love Terry McLaurin. I love Terry You've McLaurin. You always love Terry McLaurin. I, I always say that. I wish I could collate the nine things you've said about him during this calendar year. <laughs> they're all glowing, and I'm right there with you. I'm surprised you're not picking your own game. Bills, Dolphins. To stay away. Josh Allen, 45 and a half rushing yards. I mean, that's the entire offense. They're going to have to win the game, right? They need to stay up on Kansas City and Cincinnati. So I feel like Josh Allen's going to sell out in the snow. And it's a lot of yards, but I think that's the only thing they got. Is it a lot of yards? I mean, to him, for him to have 50 yards rushing in this game, would that be that crazy? No well, it depends way. how slippery the ground is. I know, but he's the one carrying the football. I like it. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we feel good about each other's picks and not our own picks. I feel better about your picks. (laughs) Isn't that how it always goes? I'm sure we'll both be wrong. It's just Um, a a weird weekend because of the weather situations. Mike White's out. It's just a a very strange weekend. It's hard to wrap your head around this. Yeah, I mean, uh, tough to pick like, you know, you're really going to pick that Dallas Jags game? That feels like a stay away to me. Well, nobody's talking about the Dallas Jags or the Eagles Bears. Everyone's just talking about Micah Parsons versus Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's a look-ahead game that both teams 
struggle a little bit. Well, I'm I'm hoping not, uh, but we'll see because I picked the Eagles and laid the nine. But uh, this has been a really fun week. Thank you so much to Kovacs. Thank you to Pat Boyle. Thank you to Marlo Donahue, to Allison Cohen, to everyone on the radio and TV side. Also, big major shout out. Thank you to Andrew Perloff. Yeah. Playing hurt today. Yeah. Playing hey. sick today. Let's go. That's a glue guy. We gave him some emergency <laughs> before the show. Yeah. We propped him up and he made salient points. You sounded coherent. You asked great questions to our guests. You are the MVP <laughs> of the show today. <laughs> That's the best sale I've ever heard. You made salient points. <laughs> you were electricity. Maggie and Perloff, salient points made. <laughs> <laughs> better points than me and brought the show home. <laughs> Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 